Hey y'all, this is Shanice with Woman at the Well podcast. I'm so excited to get things started back up again this week or maybe a few weeks moving forward. We will have Matola on here with us and I'm so excited because she's going to be actually interviewing me, asking me some questions about me. Um, I actually met Matola through YouTube, was it? Yeah. Um, she was one of my followers and she reached out to me and uh, we became friends. Uh, we've been talking for what, uh, probably over a year about, now. Yeah. Over a year now. And so we have uh, become really great friends. We talk what two or three times a week now. Yep. Uh, we learning more and more about each other's family and our backgrounds, our histories and things like that. We have formed an amazing relationship She's actually in Canada, y'all. She's in Canada, uh, and she's from Nigeria. Yeah, my family's from Nigeria and, and, and Canada. So that's pretty amazing, too. So look how God works. And, you know, I never thought that I would be sitting here talking to a Canadian slash Nigerian on a podcast, talking to people all around the world. So this is... Uh, this is pretty interesting. Um, so Matola will be asking me some questions, uh, digging a little deeper into uh, my life. And I'm just going to let Matola take it away. Uh, thank you, Shanice. I'm so excited. Thank you so much for giving me the privilege to dive a little deeper into your background so that your audience gets a, a better understanding of who you are and how you ended up here. So I'm really excited to um, just find out a little bit more and how you ended up where you are and and um, talk a little bit about why your words resonate with your audience. So let's get into it. Okay. Um, it's one of the things, you know, after listening to your podcast and watching your videos, um, <clears throat> you are so open and, and very um, humble, as well as just very vulnerable. And so I've, I've kind of wondered, I, you know, um, what are some of the things that you want people to know about you? What are the top things that you want your audience to know? Because I was wondering like how you came to, to be able to do that for people to see. So, you know, tell me the top things that you would like your audience to know about you. Well, first of all, that I'm not perfect. You know, um, I've had a lot of things happen in my life that led me to such a time as this you know that there have been so many things in my life that i was ashamed of and i didn't want to talk about it to people and so the main thing for me is that people understand that uh, i have been through a lot of the things that maybe they may be experiencing now and so I've gotten to the point to where I can be transparent and be able to talk about those things. Yes. Uh, I.e., I'm not yeah. perfect. <laughs> that yeah. I've yeah. been through many, 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 many other things that they've been through. But with the word of God, Christ, I've been able to handle those things uh, more. I don't want to say, uh, I don't know what word I want to choose of how, but with the leading of the Holy Spirit and God's word, I've been able to overcome those obstacles. You know, a lot of times when people look at people and they see them on platforms as far as podcasts and they have their own websites, maybe they authors or maybe they some type of influencer, 
sometimes people get the wrong impression and think that they had the good life all this time and that they've been uh, in this little arena where uh, nothing really happens to them. Right. You know? But that's not the case with me. Um, I've been through many, 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 many things that people probably would be like, Right. You know, like shocking all like really really yes and so I've just gotten to a point in my life where I am able to be transparent and that's by the grace of God and I think that that transparency is probably what brings more and more people in because you know we made a point before about saying that a lot of people would be kind of surprised about some of the things that you've gone through in your life and I think that surprise too would be that Oh, she went through that. I went through something similar and also not to feel ashamed and that it's good to talk about it because when you talk about it, it helps somebody else. Um, and, you know, so that being said, tell us a little bit, you know, tell me a little bit about your upbringing. Were you raised in the church or have you always had this faith? Actually, I was raised in the church. <laughs> I was raised in the church. I was talking to a young lady just yesterday and I was telling her, I said, you know, um, I was raised in the church, but it took me almost 25 years to take my walk with Christ seriously. Um, wow. We were talking about this yesterday and I was just like, you know, I went through a lot of things like going through the motions as a Christian. Um, I, uh, I would go to church on Sundays. My mom made sure that we went to church every Sunday, especially as kids. I believe that I been in church ever since she was, you know, she was pregnant with me. That's all I've ever known is getting up on the church on Sundays. Right. Being involved in the youth department, being involved in uh, different things going on in the church. And so I had that uh, upbringing as far as instilled in me as far as being Christ-centered. Yeah, yeah. Yes. And I think that makes a big difference. Um, you know, if you haven't taken your walk, uh, in your faith seriously yet, you still have that base um, to kind of help you and uh, guide you through times and, you know, yes, God's get word there. says that train up a child in the way that he should go in when he is old, he mm. will not depart from it. Meaning that although like, you train a child in the way they should go, although they may have times in between where they may get off yeah. track or, or get sidetracked mm. or anything like that, then they won't depart from it. That mean that they remember at some point the root right, or the seed that was planted and they'll go back to it and get back on track. And that's the goal to come back to Christ or to uh, recenter your life around him. Because like I said before, I was kind of, I didn't say kind of, I was going through the motions. I mean, even like for years, for years, for years, yes. going through the motions. I was even shouting in church and getting happy and getting all into the service, but then going home and being disobedient to God's word. You had like one foot in, one foot out. Yes. And I'm sure yeah. many people, many people have experienced that. It just wasn't me. I know it wasn't, but until I decided that this is the life that I want to, to live uh, truly for Christ, yeah. then my life was just chaos. And I'm not saying that it's peaches and cream now, <laughs> right but it's much better so what made you decide to take your walk seriously what made you decide I need to get right 
you know, <laughs> you know with, with God and my well, faith. What, say, look, what okay, get there? I need to get right. Well, it was a time in my life where I, I felt like that I, I hit rock bottom for, for mm-hmm. me, for Shanice. I wasn't on drugs or anything like that. I wasn't uh, an alcoholic, none of that type of rock bottom, but I was single and I had four children. And at this time in my life, I had, I, I, I had recently quit a job to start a business. I had stepped out on faith and I be- was believing God that this business would prosper, but it didn't. <laughs> it didn't. <laughs> The story of many people. Yeah. And so I found myself broke with four kids. That was my rock bottom. And so I was like, okay, Lord, then here I am. (laughs) Okay, God. And then I started remembering, you know, like I've been um, going through the motions. I haven't been taking my walk with Christ uh, seriously. All of these things kept coming to my mind. I'm not saying that that was the direct reason why I was in that situation, but I believe that had I been more of a serious Christian, that maybe I could have done some things differently along the way. Yeah. And I think that a lot of people, you know, when they hit rock bottom, they may not even have faith, but they turn to God, you know, (laughs) they turn to God or they turn to the universe, but most of the time they turn to God um, to help them. And I think that uh, there's never any conscious decision that, you know, if God helps me, if I get help with this one situation, I am going to, you know, I'm going to get my faith and take it seriously. And maybe some people say that, but they never do. So it's about making good on your, on your word. Yeah. Right. And then what happens after that? You know, how, how does that, how does that change for somebody when you actually do? So once you hit your rock bottom, um, did you feel that things were getting better for you? Did you, and how did you keep your faith through all of that? No, actually, I did not. Actually, I'm not no, when I hit rock bottom, I reached out to right. God. I mm-hmm. got in his word, but things didn't happen immediately for me. I still mm-hmm. had struggles for a little while, <laughs> for a few years after that. Honestly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I remained faithful to his word uh, because I was thinking to myself, you know, like I took years getting into this situation. It was yes. an unrealistic expectation of me to mm-hmm. expect to get out overnight. Now, I'm not saying that it's not possible. I know God can do anything that he wants to do. Like he can deliver people in instantaneously momentarily momentarily he can do it as quick as he want to but i'm saying that it is actually an unrealistic expectation especially when you know that you spend years and years and years doing this now if god decides to do it then yes i'm gonna be excited you know i would have been excited and happy and stuff but that wasn't in my case (laughs) that didn't happen like that i still had to endure a little while longer before my change came and before it began to come because I'm still (laughs) seeing changes as a result of that. I would, and I would think that it would be, you know, we want the um, results to be immediate, 
and we want them to be positive. You know, we think in our head that, okay, we've prayed, we've done this and we've left it to God and it's going to be immediate and everything's going to change for the better right away. But I, there's still not that thinking that, um, you still have to do the work. Yes. Yeah. You still have to do the work. Yeah. And I believe that that's where some of us get it twisted. <laughs> yes. Twisted is that, you know, like we want some things, but we don't want to do anything to get it. We don't, we don't want to, like you say, put in the work to get some things mm -hmm. done. You know, like uh, right now, my daughter, you know, she's working on some things uh, and I'm working on some things and we both are going in hard on it. But I do know that before, if I look at even like in my own life, different things that I've tried to accomplish or succeed at, I didn't put in as much work as I should have in order for it to succeed. You know, like me right. looking back, I'm not trying to uh, call the blame game on so-and-so didn't do this for me. So this didn't happen or this didn't happen. No, I'm looking at myself from within and things that I could have done to make myself be more successful or to be a better person. Right. You know? Yeah. Um, like we don't want to uh, spend lunch time reading a book or you don't want to spend lunch time watching a video that can help you grow in your business or grow in you know give mm -hmm. you some extra information mm -hmm. or some helpful information that might help you along the way you just want somebody to feed you information but you don't want to put in the actual work that it takes some nights i'm up late you know i'm mm -hmm. up late uh <clears throat> social media posts together or working on my website or reading a book or doing all these other things in preparation so that may I may be successful. Right. Yes. Yeah. And I think that, you know, along with doing the work, um, and you know, like we were talking about before, when you've prayed and you you've now just left it and you think that everything's gonna be great, um, you know, when things do start to happen for you, you can't forget them. Because no. he didn't forget you. No, right? and so that's that's what happened a lot of times too. You know, like once your blessings start to flow in and things like right. that, you begin to think, oh, I did this, or oh, I did this, you know, like, but no, that was for God's grace and mercy that you received that or you was able to be successful in that area. I dare not, I pray and hope that I don't become that type of person to where I forget what God has done for me and where he has brought me from. I believe that that's my ultimate goal now in doing this, you know, like yes, for people to see. It says, let your light so shine before men so they might see your good work and want to glorify your father, which is in heaven. So they see the things that God has done for you. And then it makes them want to glorify him. It's even like, well, well God did that for her then he can surely do that for me. That's right. That's right. And I, and you know, when you were going through all of this and um, you were, you know, when you were slow to get those blessings, how did you keep your faith? And even now with what you were saying that things aren't perfect, but how do you keep your faith through all of this? What okay. makes you continue? Well, the word, the word, the word, that's true. And then not, not only the word, but also a memory for me mm -hmm. uh, because I just, I just think about some of the things that God has already brought me through some of the things that he's done for me, uh, the ways that he's made for me in the past. I've seen him do it before. And so I know that he can do it again. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yes. I know God, I know when I was in this particular situation that God brought me out of it. And if he brought me out of that situation, then, then he can bring me out of this situation. Now it's just a matter of, of time. It's a waiting game. If I can just be patient and wait upon the Lord. And that's what his words say, wait upon the Lord. Yes, you know, yeah. if I could just wait upon him, he going to renew my strength. Because sometimes we get tired from waiting, but just be patient. You know, and one of the things that you and I talked about previously is um, keeping your faith through understanding that you have value. So you need to be able to tell everybody, this is what he's done for me. He can do this for you, but you really have to take your walk seriously. Yes, yes, yes. That's the main thing uh, behind it. You know, uh, I, I'm a firm believer that God is, uh, he recognizes when we actually try. Right. He's not asking for us to be perfect because we're not Jesus. Mm-hmm. That is the perfect lamb. he has not a spot or a wrinkle but he's not expecting us not to have a spot or a wrinkle that's why jesus came for us Mm -hmm. he just wants us to try to do what's right and pleasing in his eyesight he wants us to make an effort to do Mm -hmm. his will you know he don't want us to be lazy christians enslaving for two masters at the same time yeah we don't need to be we need to be at work trying to accomplish something in this world he said the harvest is right but the laborers are free few few. (laughs) right right and when you're you know what makes you continue to you know i know you have um you have a study group you've got another one coming um the other one was very successful so what made you feel like this is what I need to do, you know, and and keep, you know, um, bringing positivity and, and letting p- people know that um, they're not alone, letting people know that, uh, you know, you need to really be reaching out and and, um, you know, how do how do you come to that? How do you realize how did you realize that this is very important to you and it might be important to somebody else or or other people? Well, when I was younger, I kind of felt alone myself when I was growing up as a teenager. Yes. So for me, even with my children, um, I like to think that if I'm feeling a certain type of way, somebody else is too. Yeah. (laughs) I got to that point, you know, at first I was like, oh, I feel alone. But, you know, like I started feeling like, okay, Shanice, if you're feeling alone or having all these feelings, like people don't care about you or, whatever it is that's going on in your mind and your body, then somebody else needs that help too. You know what I mean? And so um, I believe that God gave me the desire to want to help and encourage and uplift other people, not just women. I know Mm -hmm. a lot of people, most of, most of the people that gravitate toward me are women, but um, I believe that God gave me, that desire to want to help people um, through encouraging words, um, inspiration. I um, like you say we do have the book studies going on, and yeah. I just ask God in <laughs> this way He have for me to do is to just can I just be my own authentic self in doing this? That was Shanice's plea. I was like, Lord, okay, you want me 
to go and you want me to talk about my past experiences. You want me to share with other people about right. what I've been through. So can I do it just being me? <laughs> and so he, mm -hmm. he agreed to that. That was an agreement that we made to one toward another. And so I have to keep on my end of the bargain now. <laughs> and so I'm enjoying this journey that I'm on. I'm able to talk to people, encourage people, lift them mm -hmm. up, give them a uh, good insight. And so we do have, like you say, we do have a book study come, uh, coming up actually Tuesday. Uh, the yes, yes, already. Yes, yes, yes. and we'll be we will be discussing prayer. The book yes. is called Pivotal Praying, and I'm excited about that because prayer is an uh, important part of the relationship that you have with Christ. So, yes. Well, I would just like to say, Shanice, um, this has been a true blessing, and thank you so much for sharing. We are not done because the next episode, we're going to talk about how you got to the well and, and, and how you're bringing people with you. <laughs> and I'm really excited about that because I think um, that is where we're really going to touch on, you know, how you got there, uh, what made you stay there, what makes you continuously go there and bring other people. And I think that um, with you, the work that you're continuing to do, especially with the um, the study group, which I'm really excited for the next study group coming up next Tuesday. And at the end of this uh, podcast, the information will be up on how you can join uh, the next study group. And um, so we hope to see you there. But I want to say thank you very much for sitting down and chatting with me uh, this day and sharing some of your your vulnerability and, and some of the things that have, have gone on in your life and how you've straightened, strengthened yourself and how you continue to strengthen and letting people know that uh, they're not alone. So um, thank you for, for sharing that with me. Um, I know I've had all of these questions and um, I do hope that we get to continue this in the next podcast. Yes, ma'am, we will. <laughs> thank you for coming. Thank you for having me. All right, talk to you Bye. soon. Bye-bye. <laughs>